Welcome to the Alexia Show, where it is worth a conversation, a place where I come to share my opinion on whatever catches my attention. You may agree with me sometimes, and sometimes you may not, and that is okay. To begin with, Arrive Can is officially gone, effective October the 1st of this year. All travelers, regardless of citizenship, so it does not matter where you are from, you could be American, you can be Nigerian, you can be Italian, you will no longer have to submit public health information through the app that we despise called Arrive Can. You will not be required to provide proof of vaccination, undergo any testing, quarantine, or isolation. It's um, good news for us. And no masks either. No mask either. No mask either. Other than by choice. So we just wanted to say so long to Arrive Can, and we appreciate the government, the feds, the big boys of finally making this decision a year or two too long and we had enough. Basta. So thank you and happy traveling everyone. Arrive Can is officially gone. Goodbye. <laughs> One of my favorite scenes from The Sound of Music by the Von Trapp children. So long. Farewell. Arrive, Ken. Don't let the door hit you on your way out. Should I trust my government? People want to tell me no, but I am going to give them a try. I think the government, for the most part, have the best interest of their constituents. Um, of course, it will differ greatly depending on what side of the aisle you swing, whether you be left, right, in the middle. But I don't believe our government wants to see all of us die. But I do believe there was a definite overreaction and overregulation. And people should definitely be permitted to make their own health decisions. So let's give them a try. And let's see how the next couple of months go before we start creating havoc again. Now, I'm supposed to attend an event in about a month or two, and they are still demanding COVID vaccinations. And I decided I will not be attending. But I am hoping and praying that between now and then, they will lift those requirement requirements because if the government, the federal government does not require it, I have no idea why other public and private entities are requesting that, um, especially for card-carrying members who, who pay their dues. I'm not going to say which affiliation I'm referring to, but it certainly is a sticking point, so I will not be attending that. I may touch on that maybe in the next couple of weeks, and we'll see how that unrolls. 
Have you heard about this movie called The Woman King? I haven't seen it yet, and I, I will, for sure. But The Woman King is the ultimate oxymoron. How does a woman become king? Isn't it enough to be queen? Because both are leaders. Would it be acceptable for a man to say the man queen? I think I think uh, that would not go over well. But this movie has created quite a backlash in the black community. It reeks off revisionist history and, of course, feminism, which is what they want to promote. And I think most of you, I shouldn't say most of you because I don't even know who's listening to me, but <laughs> other than the few people that have told me I am not a feminist at all, I support women and I support men equally. Neither do I think either of us are better than the other. But anyways, this movie is about a feminine matriarchal tribe known as the Dahomey tribe and they're apparently going to overcome a white tribe that's coming to enslave them. Now Viola Davis is a great actress, loved her in The Help and many other movies, Um, but she's a lefty and she is a supporter of this movie and uh, I think she was quite surprised to see that even though knowing who she is and what she represents, at the end of the day, if people don't like your work, they are going to make it heard. This film is a historical falsification and it's been widely publicized. I suggest you look into it and I'm not saying not to see the movie. I'm going to see it. I mean, I enjoy fiction. Hey, (laughs) why not? Right. Um, But even certain black nationalists who never go against the grain, especially when it comes to black people, they generally support them to the nth degree. They have denounced the film. Journalist Antonio Moore and others have attempted to organize a boycott of the movie. And he says that this may be the most offensive film to black Americans in 40 to 50 years. That's really says something. I think part of the issue is as well as there's a white, white people are involved with it. And if you know anything about the African-American community, they're nationalists at heart. Um, and they believe that you should support black by black, do everything black. And if somebody white has their hands in it, they're not going to support that. Especially a story that tells our story. And they feel that it glorifies the African slave trading tribe, the Nahomey tribe that's responsible for selling close to 20% of all Africans to the new world. And it's interesting that this film kind of glossed over it as I've heard. Now I said, I haven't seen it. So when I do see it, I will give my own review on that. But this tribe is not a tribe to be glorified. And essentially uh, what we're, we're hearing from those who support the movie and also from Viola Davis is that if you don't like this movie, then obviously you're racist. Like, hello, everything always has to be racist. The, uh, <laughs> the race hustlers are out front and center. And I think one of the issues for me, first of all, is twofold. Not only the fact that it's revisionist history, but it's the fact that they this movie is bent on erasing the role and purpose of black men, which we see a uh, majority of the black community is a matriarch matriarchal community i'm from jamaica and it's considered a matriarchal society women 
rule the roost. We don't see too many men in in the home. I think close to 80% of children are born to single mothers in in Jamaica. And as you know, we have among among that the one of the highest uh, murder rates in the world. And that is not something to be proud of. And you will find that in areas or societies where men are out of control, young boys are out of control because they do not have an older male to help hunker down that testosterone that is running wild and boys need men to teach them how to be men so if this film is about denigrating the role of the black man i'm not interested in that because i'm about uplifting the black man and uplifting all men um the second part of this that bothers me is that black women wanting to assume the role of men and they have no desire to submit. And a lot of people are, don't like that word submit. They, you know, they get a little testy with the word submit. But submit comes with respect and a desire to show honor, not only to your leaders, but, but to your husband, to your fathers. And when you're able to do that in your society, uplift men and support them. I truly believe we will have a better society. We're not meant to do this alone, ladies. We are not. Um, men don't or should not have to conquer black women to regain their place in society and to regain their, their throne. You being successful does not mean the man has to be unsuccessful and has to be painted as evil and patriarchal and misogynist, you know, all of the words that are used today, that is not necessary. We can be our own in our own time and at the same time show respect and honor to those around us. (sighs) But the idea that Viola Davis feels that she should guilt people into seeing this movie doesn't sit right with me. What she said was, if you don't go see this, The Woman King, then you don't support black female leads in movies. People just like seeing good movies. This idea that uh, the public doesn't like to see black people on film, don't like to see women on film, that's not what it's about. It's just about realistic films, realistic movies, sorry, that portrays the story in an organized manner that tells a story that we can believe in, that's got the sound, that's got the editing, whatever it is. If you like movies that are violent, you want a good movie that's violent. If you like a movie that's romantic, you want a good movie that's romantic. And we don't need to be seeing wokeism throughout the movie. Just keep it real. And I will see movies, and I, I mean, who doesn't enjoy watching a good film that makes you feel good? that makes you learn something and take away something from that. But I don't want you to guilt me to see a movie that I have to see that movie because it's about Jewish people. I have to see that movie because it's about black people. I have to see that movie because it's about gay people. No, people go to see movies that they want to see. Movies that tell stories that they want to hear about or movies that tell stories that they did not even know existed. And this 
story about the Dahomey kingdom is intriguing. But tell the truth. These African tribes enslaved their own people to sell in the Atlantic slave trade. And we love to blame white people for everything. But this kingdom's wealth was derived from slavery. It was equal opportunity slavery. No one forced them to do that. And the fact that this film is probably not depicting it that way and just showing it as the evil white man up here to get black people. No, 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 no. Tell the story. They had a history of participating in slave raiding and it persisted until the British Empire stopped them from continuing the Atlantic slave trade. Tell the truth about slavery. Tell the truth about black people's representation during this time. White people did not just run in, pull up to African shores, run to the forest, and grab black people randomly. That's not what happened. Black people were rounded up and they were traded off and sold to white slave traders. They did it together. And this hatred that I see towards the white community, whether it be the Latin community, the Portuguese community, they all did it. Everybody did it. I'm not seeing it pointed at the black community either. You need, If you look at reparations, you need to also look at the shores of Africa and ask for reparations there too. They, Everyone was complicit. It was a totalitarian regime. The biggest slave hunters of their time. And again, of course, we've got it all. If you don't watch it, you're racist. If you don't see it, you know, you're a bad person. You don't like to see women in these roles. You're sexist. You know what, ladies? This whole strong black woman mantra is overrated. Being strong is overrated. I don't want to walk around being strong all the time. I want to be taken care of as well. I want to be protected as well. The same way in which I like to protect my children, you want somebody to look after you. It is lonely at the top, and it certainly is not realistic. We're not put on this earth to be alone. But the backlash, and I'll let you know what I think about it once I leave um, that theater. Um, But this backlash made me laugh because they really thought they were going to get the support, and they didn't. The woke revolutionary backlash is certainly warranted. And having said all of that, I am going to see it. I'll be it with my fictional hat on in order to get through the film. I love history. I really do. And I enjoy action films. And if it's fictional, that's fine. I have no problem with it. But don't try to sell me a true story, turn it into fiction, and then tell me it's a true story. It doesn't sit right with me. <laughs> so we'll talk about that. I don't know if I'll see it next week or two weeks. Maybe I won't even see it until it gets on Netflix or something. But if I do... I certainly will review it here with you. And finally, I wanted to read a story that's been trending on Reddit. It's about a woman. Let's see. Reddit's such an interesting story. So she's a 24-year-old woman, and she's been dating her boyfriend, Jake, who is 23 years old since the refreshment in college. In their final year of undergrad, they shared an apartment together. So they split everything 50-50, including utilities, groceries, rent, blah, blah, blah. We continued living together in the same town as our college. 
after graduation. I just find it interesting that students live together. I don't know. I think if you're you're studying, kind of feel like you should be solo so that you can focus. I'm not saying you can't date, but to set up shop like a married couple while you're in school, that is, I think that would be challenging for sure. But anyways, recently their living situation has changed. We both got jobs in Chicago and we're currently living downtown. My dad works in real estate and he has multiple investment properties. He generously allowed me to live in one of his properties rent-free, but he said that my boyfriend would have to pay him $400 a month. My dad is very protective, but he has been nothing but kind to my boyfriend. My dad's reason for making my boyfriend pay rent is that he wants to be sure that my boyfriend is with me, for me, and not because he will have a free place to live. So apparently Jake, the boyfriend, is not too happy about this. He's mad because he asked her for 50% of the $40 rent. And I explained to him that I will not be paying rent. My dad is only charging him. He says that if we have been splitting rent for the past two years, since they've been doing that for the past two years, why would we, why would we stop now? Um, she also pointed out that the $400 Jake's paying is less than what he was paying in their last place. Our rent in our college town was $1,200, so we were both paying $600 a month. Our apartment in Chicago is nicer, and he's paying $200 less a month than what he was in college. So what's the big deal? In the end, she asked, is the idea that my dad doesn't charge me for rent, but charges my boyfriend so crazy? Should I suck it up and pay half because I can afford it? You know, I found this story interesting. I love Reddit threads, right? there, And I actually like Cora as well. This is another one. Not too many people are familiar with it, but I get some really good stories on there. But I think, you know, first of all, what shocked me about the story is that not too long ago, our dad would never even approve of his daughter living with a boyfriend unmarried. And times sure have changed. And now he's paying for his daughter to live with a man unmarried. <laughs> and a cheap man is that. So it goes to show you how far we've come as a society um, to where people would not even want anyone to know that they're living unmarried. And now that your dad is paying for you to live with your boyfriend, <laughs> I found that hilarious. Anyways, I kind of feel that if you're going to be living with your boyfriend, you should be on your own and paying your own bills. If you want to act like husband and wife, you should be doing that independently. But we are living in the 50 50 era now and it, it seems to me that the young people believe that if you give 50 50 you'll have a great relationship but i'm here to tell you that it has to be 100 100 or 150 and 150 or more i think people really lose out on living together before marriage um, you know that's the courting period you really miss out especially if you're studying i don't know i think if you're studying in college and university or whatever it is you want to be able to have that freedom to focus on that not worry about Having to make dinner, ignoring your boyfriend or girlfriend when you come home, just being able to have that freedom, you know, those those special moments of trying to impress each other, going out on dates when he would surprise you with whatever it is and you would surprise him with whatever it is. When you get into that mode of moving in, that kind of drops to the wayside and you're no longer dating and I really think people put themselves at a disservice especially when you're that young right when you're older okay but when you're that young um, I think you're selling yourself short especially for for women who like to be wined and dyed and romanticized 
I don't think that's happening when people move in together. And I just feel like the courting period is such a wonderful, beautiful time that you have to get to know each other during this time and where you do special things for each other. And you're really literally on your best behavior. <laughs> but anyways, who wants a man like this who's going to argue over a pitifully $200 He's already getting a discount, like they said. He's paying considerably less if he was paying market rent. So why would you want to be with a guy who wants you to split everything? When you get married, is he going to want you to split everything? I don't know. I think she better think twice about this. And I would boot him out and keep the apartment myself and maybe get a roommate, another roommate, female roommate. But, you know, talking about cohabitating or some people like to lovingly call it shacking up. The census supports a 72% increase in the number of couples who are cohabitating since 1990. I think every second person I come across is living together with somebody. Um, but unfortunately, you know, there's a lot of stats that, that show cohabitating is not a good idea in the long run for most. I'm not saying none work out, but most do not work out. Um, it is correlated with greater likelihood of unhappiness and domestic violence in the relationship you're more unlikely to be abused by your boyfriend than your husband Co cohabitating couples report lower levels of satisfaction in the relationship than married couples um, and children are more more likely to be abused by their mother's boyfriends than by her husband even if the boyfriend is their biological father if a couple ultimately marries, then they tend to report lower levels of marital satisfaction and a higher propensity to divorce. Yeah, I, I believe the the uh, divorce rate among couples who live together is 80%. And it just really blows my mind because I hear it so often, oh, it's better to live with somebody so you know what you're getting. And then you marry later. But apparently doing it backwards like that, it doesn't work out. But for those of you, it does work out too. Kudos to you. I'm just saying that um, in a situation, my comments were read about this particular situation where she's got this boyfriend who is being unrealistic. He's living in an apartment almost for free, uh, an apartment that his girlfriend's dad owns, and now he wants the girlfriend to pay and split the rent. Like, come on, cheapo. <laughs> Girl, open your eyes. Think twice. They're already, you're already arguing about something so petty. And in marriage, you really go from me to we. And when you come cohabitating, you're really still me. Unless you guys are very clear about what it is you have for the future. But how many people really have those discussions as a single couple? Right? How many people work that out? I, when you get married, most people have that discussion because you know you're signing on that dotted line. But I, I don't know if people are living together. And I'd be interested to find out if you guys have that discussion about what the future holds are you planning to be forever and ever after i don't know but i think when you're this age for sure enjoy your single time enjoy getting to know yourself enjoy being on your own not having the responsibility of uh, a boyfriend waiting for you at home and having to worry about what's for dinner because naturally as women we start thinking about things like that but i just felt that was a really fun topic to touch on that I saw on the Reddit thread and that was trending. But anyways, that's it for now. 
Lord, we don't know what tomorrow may bring, but I commit it all to you. Please give us strength and courage to get through the joys, challenges, and happenings of the day. I thank you for life and for all that I have. I commit this day to you no matter what happens. I know you have me and all of these listeners in the palm of your hands. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) And in the meantime, until next time, don't be afraid to stand up or stand out for something. Or you'll most likely end up falling for anything. If you like this podcast, please like, share, and subscribe. If you don't like it, share it anyways. (laughs) High regards.